We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. face lets me know you're not happy about that two more days man 24 two more days almost there we're recording this tuesday night and you know had to bring a special guest to help us preview the second half here i'm happy i'm happy and uh and just kind of talk us out of our general misery and doomer mentality waz what's up my man I'm good, man. I'm happy to be back with you boys, man. Uh, it's it's always nice to to come on. I feel like I'm talking. I always tell y'all the Mike and the Mad Dog <laughs> of the Warriors, and so super dope to be talking to y'all as always. All right, so let's let's start with a little housekeeping here. So you know mm-hmm. we got to update. Warriors are in LA. They're in LA three days before they play the Lakers, uh, so you know they're they're gonna lose by thirty. You know, <laughs> Oh you know, you know, you know, Clay's going to be just sweating out tequila in the third quarter. Draymond, Draymond's going to be on the bench laughing 8754, you know, oh, like one second, one second. When is this game? Thursday. It's Thursday and from you got what you guys understand they're already in LA right now. Oh, they're 100%. They they flew down there this morning. <laughs> like yeah yeah I, I mean at this point I wonder how many times you're going to see them between now and <laughs> Here, here's the thing they play houston the day after on a back-to-back at home and i'm worried about that game because i'm like yeah. oh, that one know. has to be that has to be a w if you're if you're thinking about playoff seating they'll be hung over look these guys are 35 man this shit gets worse and worse oh wait hold on a second so they're playing the lakers on thursday yeah and then when are they playing the clippers they fly they're not they're flying they're back home the, for a oh, okay, so. uh, for a week-long <laughs> home stand so it's okay, like you get that so, Thursday night okay. TNT game in LA you know the deal okay guys see this is what this is why you guys need me here mm-hmm. normally most teams when they come through especially um Eastern Conference teams they'll play the Lakers and the Clippers back to back right so let's just say the game is on the first game will be on Wednesday. They will fly in the night before. So that means they'll have Tuesday night. The second game will be Friday. And they and unless the next game is 
directly after they're going to stay that extra night. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to leave Friday night, even though they played Wednesday and Friday, they're going to leave Saturday morning to go to the next city. The Warriors are like, yo, we get, we can't just have one night <laughs> in LA and keep it pushing. We need our three nights like everybody else gets. And so that's why they're doing it. I, I understand yeah, yeah. why guys who play in the league. Where's, where's the Taco Tuesday spot? Where are they at tonight? Um, Tuesday. <laughs> what's Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, I think, is Poppy. Okay. Tuesday used to be Bootsy Bellows for, like, what NBA players would do. But I think Tuesday might be poppy. There's this taco. There's actually a Taco Tuesday party out there in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like there's it's a lot of them. it's it's like it's it's karaoke. It's karaoke Taco Tuesday and bottle service. It's um not my favorite thing to do. No, but that might be Monday. I'm so yeah. You're not I'm a so karaoke I'm, guy. You're not a no. I'm not. I'm, I don't mind karaoke, but it's it's a special occasion thing. Uh. Um, if, if I'm visiting you guys in San Francisco and you're yeah. like, yo, let's go to karaoke. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm not going to karaoke twice a month in the yeah. city that I live in. That's, <laughs> that's not a thing that I'm going to do. Um, but uh, either way, I, I forget that I'm, you know, I've blanked on what are the proper nighttime spots to hit on Tuesdays out here. They'll be out somewhere doing something. Cause that's what people, that's what the players do whenever they're in LA. Yeah. For sure. And the other update we got today that we got to hit on because it matters. Steph starting to do some non-contact work today. No updates. They're basically saying they're not going to give you an update till they're back in San Francisco, which will be Friday or Saturday. Um, Looking like if he's starting on court, best case, maybe first week of March, which means he's probably going to miss at least the first five games. They got 24 left. So we're talking... Best case, he plays the final 18 or 19 games. Worst case, you know, maybe he misses seven or eight. But it sounds like mm. we're getting the ramp up. Uh, I, I think Pelicans game Friday, the 3rd of March, like decent chance it's that one. He's back. And so it, it, we got to go to this because right now Vegas has bet the Warriors down to 42 and a half as they're over under. They're 29-29 now. They're – in the ninth seed right now. Now, we also know they're like two games back of the sixth seed. Steph's going to miss five, six, seven games. Can they get out of the plan if you're looking at this? Like, Waz, where, where are you at with this? Because that's that's my biggest concern. It's not that they can't beat anyone in the West. It's that, like, you just start running out of games. And if you're the seven, eight seed, it's tough. I will always believe that you know, they can figure out a way to play better ball over a 20, much better ball over a 20 game stretch than the Mavericks and the Timberwolves. Like it's like, and even the Pelicans, I I, I would say, Um, but like, man, it's starting to get down to the nitty gritty, right? Like the Pelicans are really banged up in the sense that Zion isn't playing and he's by far their best player. Yeah. Uh, the Mavericks have a lot of sorting out to do. And, you know, Kyrie Irvin is not exactly an Iron Man. <laughs> and so right. it's not as if they can count on him to play all of these games down the stretch. Timberwolves, again, like, you know what's so funny about the Timberwolves? 
which uh, I know we're doing a Warriors thing, but like nobody's been like, man, when the hell is uh, Carl Towns coming back? <laughs> That's what I just said on the last show. I mean, I Andy, like Andy, and I are, yeah. Andy and I are like, when's he coming back so we can ensure the Warriors are going to bounce past him? <laughs> <laughs> and so the teams ahead of them and the teams directly behind them, like the Thunder, so long as they don't do any shenanigans with Shea, they're going to be pretty good. The Jazz are going down. Portland, I don't think is going to be playing way better than they are. And I think the Lakers would be better, but they like the teams behind them aren't going to go on some incredible, you know, streak behind them either. So I definitely think it's still possible that they can get out of the playing game. But Steph needs to come back ASAP, you know, um, in order for that to happen. it feels like the Clippers are just about there in the top four, top five. It feels like the Suns are just about there. They're going to get there. KD's coming. Um, yeah. So I think the question marks, I'm with you. They're the Pelicans, um, the Mavs. And the, Pels, the are, sneaky- Pels are in the plan, by the way. So They, they are. Yeah. But, you know, the Warriors kind of need to get out of the 9-10, right? So anyway, we're, we're, we're too, it's too early for that. But I think one sneaky team that's, and, you know, there's a lot of fans of this team that listen to us. You know, the Kings are, I'm not saying they're fluky. I'm not saying they're fluky, not saying they're fluky but at some point. I, they're the a guy away. They're a guy going down away from a bad, you know, losing streak. 100. They haven't. Yeah, they haven't. We got the standings in front of us. They don't have the buffer to, to have like a, uh, you no. know, like Memphis five nice. game. Like, yeah, streak. the Memphis yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. They're they're a five game or you know four losing four out of five away from being in the play in basically, yeah. And and that's what's so crazy and fascinating about the season. I don't know. Some people would say this is general like a malaise. I actually think it is an indication that these teams are really close in level of play, or or, or at least the level that they're willing to get to in the regular season on a consistent basis. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't bet against the Warriors getting up to that sixty. Just uh, you know, just to reiterate, I, I don't think the the Wolves are gonna b- blow by them. I don't think the Pelicans are gonna like play right. way better than five hundred ball going forward. And you know, do you, um, think, do you think we see Zion the rest of the season? You know, because <sighs> because if if we do, that would they're be stupid good. If we didn't. That, that that just doesn't like all of this stuff that you do, making these trades, bringing um CJ McCollum in, and you know doing this whole oh win now, all of this stuff. Why do you do it if you're just gonna play completely and utterly safe, as if Zion is some delicate flower, and be like, yo, we're just gonna play it completely safe, kick the can the next season? What like what are we doing here? He might be a flower. He might mm. be a delicate flower. I mean, he's going to be re- reevaluated in a month, which probably means mid-March season's Jesus. over in April 9th, which is less than a month after that. He's not coming back right after a month, so you would think maybe he comes back with a week or two left. And Now, I mean, they, they're I probably mean, looking – I mean, it feels like the Warriors where it's just like, look, man, let's just get him healthy, and we think we can compete with anyone. Like, now, they haven't – Built the equity to pull that off. Well, they, you know they have they have years, but not this season. But but you know what I'm saying. Like if they if they get matched up against Memphis, 
and they get Zion back. Like it's kind of scary for Memphis for, you know, um, or you're saying new Orleans. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to the warriors here. I just feel like, so my number for them is 45 wins. I Hmm. think that's what it's going to take to be a top six seed this year, which is not a lot most years, but everyone's basically like a 42 win team this year for whatever reason. Um, so that's yeah. like, damn, that's 16 like and 16, and, 16 and eight. Yeah. Not impossible. <laughs> and he, why are you, why are you making that face? Yeah, didn't we even watch like this in a row when Steph goes back, comes back. No, when, when, <clears throat> yeah, when, when, when Steph is not playing, it's so just like, wolf, the, 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 the limitations of the defense at times, it like really surprises me sometimes where I'm just like, I watched this team shut Boston all the way down last year in key moments with most of these dudes on the, like most of these got dudes. GP2 back. Yeah. I mean, Hey man, they trying to bring back that love and feeling. I, I understand that. And I want to talk to you guys about the GP2 thing. Cause I thought that whole little game they played in the media. Um, oh, we're so pissed about his medical blah, blah, blah. <laughs> An injury that he had while he was on your team last year. Hmm. Hmm. Insanity. Anyway, I want to talk about that with y'all. Let's, let's go. Um, yeah, let's go. So, you know, I, I, I was confused by this story because I was like, wait, are the Warriors trying to say that they're just they're canceling the trade? Like, that's this is a serious accusation. Like, they're, they're accusing Portland of selling them a lemon. And then, you know, you talk to a couple of people and it's like, well, here's the thing. Um, he's had about four or five operations on the same thing. So there's a lot of scar tissue. That's a the, lot of poor surgery, by the way. Yeah, 100%. A lot of, it is. Um, the Warriors team doctor is a guy that airs on the more conservative side when doing these physical evaluations. And so he rendered his conservative judgment to the owner. Um, which normally would be like, man, this is kind of whack, but like, okay, whatever. However, the owner, Joe Lacob, he is the architect of this two tracks mindset <laughs> as far as building the team. And he's been crying about letting go of his precious James Wiseman because unlike all of the other rational actors within the organization, his sort of self-esteem and sort of concept of what he brings to the table is this vision for having it both ways, right? And Wiseman is so tied into that vision. And the fact that he had to let Wiseman go was just grinding his gears. So he, you know, he had to listen to people who know what the hell they're talking about and who care about wanting the team to be better in the now. And being like, yo, we need to bring in guys that are going to help us win today. Wiseman does not not do that today. By the way, in fact, he doesn't even come close. By the way, nothing is a bigger shot to the ego than trading for a guy you had last year. <laughs> and you, you was like, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like you found him on the street. Like he was a guy like bouncing around the G League. You have to throw that away. I, I don't know. It, they caught him. Fun. They cut him and brought him back. Guys. <laughs> Guys, they, they we, and we understand the financial implications and not paying him and all of that stuff. However, they could have got rid of Wiseman for way more value yeah. in the summer. 
And you know, and I get it. We had to see what we had and all yeah, of that. That's, yeah, that's my favorite. We had to see what we had. It's like I saw what you had. You were terrible <laughs> with him, and then you won a title without him, bro. Like it's not that complicated. So, so the GP, the GP two thing is hilarious because again, this is an injury. He's gotten operated on four or five times. He was in the building last year. They know about this injury. They know about the operations. So this whole crying temper tantrum in the media is just a guy who's mad that he had to give up Wiseman. That's it. That's so funny. I mean, that's so fucking funny. I think it's a good story. I I had a good story, but I'm not buying it. I'm I'm not buying it. You're not not buying Joe's story, you're saying. You're not buying the media bitching. I think Waz is selling an amazing story and I want to buy it. But <laughs> but I think once they made the trade, there's no going back. No. Like what no. is that? What is the alternate version Wait, where it's so like, you, oh, so do you think off? he's hold on, you you think he's legitimately more hurt or something shady happened in this deal? I think what is your he, version of it, Andy? No, Sam. Excuse me, Sam. Sorry. All right, I'll go first. So I don't hear Andy's. I legitimately am buying that their doctors just have a different impression of how bad the injury is. And then they're just trying to see if they can get picks back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think I think they've given up on Wiseman. Once you made that deal, it's yeah. like there's no coming. Yeah. There's no like he comes back to the team and all of a sudden he refines his like inner chi and becomes a superstar, you know? Like, that's not happening. I think. Once you trade him, it's over. Um, I think they just thought they had an ability to like renegotiate and get a better deal. Well, so just just a question though. Since he left Golden State, he's barely done anything. So what is the concept that something crazy or untoward has happened to his body since he was well, he already played, he played the night before the trade? That's the thing. He played for Portland. Oh, so that one a... game made his body materially worse than the freaking finals in June? Well, no, no I think yeah, yeah, no, I, I think the the point is that they believe that he shouldn't have been playing, right? Like he had core surgery. In oh, the he got rushed season. back. They're saying he got rushed back. Is or, is, is or, that? Or, I mean, that's their trying, claim. That's, what, that's how they're trying to frame it. They're like. We wouldn't have cleared him to play. What what is Portland doing? Um, and like, look, man, you believe I'm that, not, Sam? Sam, you really believe that? I think the truth's somewhere in the middle. Mm. Honestly, I don't think I. I just they traded Wiseman already. Like, there's no coming back from that one. I just think they thought they could potentially. You know, they gave up some second round picks. Let's see if we can get a few of those back. You know, <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what I'm okay, saying. But, but this is like, a nasty way to do it though, is it well, not? I'm not I'm not saying it isn't, but it's, I don't it's, think uh, they're they're accusing Portland of being unethical, unprofessional, incompetent. Um that's that's crazy. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I think that. I do think that they thought he'd be able to play right now and he's going to be out for a month at least. And I do think that cost them him not playing for the next month is going to cost them games. They need him. Like they need him bad. Like I could, I could paint a very clear situation, you know, in my mind where it's like, you get GP two back. He knows how to play. That's another good you need player. him next to pool. Then you get, defense. then you get Steph in there and it's yeah. like, all right, they're going to end up the five seed. They'll be fine. Right. Well, right, you know, sure. we'll play playoff. Now it's like, all right, he's gonna miss most of the regular season, and Steph's missing time, and it's just like probably gonna be a this is probably gonna be a reason they're a playing team, you know. 
I think their anger too was also, I mean, I think the funny part for me is like, why are you making like the, the big stink that they made about it? Like they leaked it three days. Then every single day they kept leaking reports. They, also like, said, the Larry, nice. they said the Larry Nance thing. They're, yeah. They're basically claiming Portland misrepresents their players injuries at the same time. If I'm Portland, if I'm Portland in that negotiation slash deal, I'd say, go ahead. Cancel the trade. You're not gonna do it. You're that's, not gonna do it. That's a part of it. They everyone called their bluff on it, and they're like, "All right, well, we, we really don't want to walk this one back." <laughs> you're you're not really doing awkward. it. You go ahead. Like, don't lie to me. You're not doing. Now they could still get picks, right? Like that's part of it. But whatever, whatever. The most important. I, part I just that. again the with the medical with an injury that he had on Golden State. I just to me they have no leg to stand on. He was in your building last year with this injury. You know who this guy is. I don't know if they make that trade if they knew he'd be out for most of the regular season. I don't know if they make that trade. I don't know if they want him to get that surgery to begin with. Like, but mm. he did. Like, they there's no pretending we didn't know you got that procedure. Yeah, you yeah, know, right, right, like that sort of thing. So, I, I kind of think it's one of those. Yeah, it's like you know, let's see if we can leverage this into getting a better deal after the fact, but. Anyway, enough of that. Well, let, let's move this forward, Waz. It's a cute, it's a cute nerdy NBA story. It is. It, it made me laugh watching it from afar. <laughs> well, they made us. They made us sweat it out the, the whole time. Of, I, I was at a wedding. Wait, did you wait? Did you think weekend? there was a possibility that Wiseman was coming back? <laughs> Look, man. I'm not. It, it might have been good for our downloads, though. Not gonna lie. Uh, oh not, gonna, not gonna lie. It might have been good. This new year, you've got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every single one of them. Feel up fast with ready-to-eat, nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Achieve and maintain your 2023 goals with Factor. Get America's number one rated meal kit and start saving time, eating well, living your best year. Yet, Sam, I've already lost five pounds this year. Uh, not only am I working out, but I'm eating better food. I'm eating Factor. Uh, it's healthy, it's quick, it's fast, right? All those good things. So too busy to cook with Factor. Skip the trip to the grocery store. Skip the chopping, prepping, cleaning up. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is eat and enjoy. And it's cheaper than going to the grocery store. Get Factor. Enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed foods uh, delivered to your door. Ready in just, again, two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash light years 50 and use code light years 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code light years 50 at factormeals.com again, slash light years 50 to get 50% off your first box. I think the more interesting thing in, in the West right now is okay. So Denver's running away with it and mm-hmm. um, we could talk about them later and Memphis mm-hmm. will be the two seed. Mm-hmm. Everyone else reshaped their roster in mm-hmm. like a way that like, I was thinking about this. Tell me a team who's brought in a player who's going to be a first or second option who's won a title. Like, you bring them at the trade deadline. Like, you bring in Kyrie or KD, you're fundamentally changing your entitled team. The only teams I can think of that have done it, and I'm just going to run through it, it's like the Lakers brought in Powell. They didn't win the title, but they got to the finals and lost mm-hmm. to Boston that year. Um, Clyde Drexler with obviously mm-hmm. the famous mm-hmm. Clutch City uh 96 rockets and then uh a couple people brought up 
the Pistons gang Rasheed, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, but he was he was a third option. But he's, he, he wasn't he's a number one and number two. He might option. have been the second best player on the team. But like, yeah, exactly. you get what I'm saying. Like typically, when you acquire a player that good, you've reshaped everything in a way that makes it unrealistic for you to pull it all together going forward. I mean, I have plenty of skepticisms around what the Suns did. I, I think it's a smart move. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they were winning a championship with the core that they possessed. I just don't believe that. I don't think Chris Paul, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton, and they Devin hate, Booker. They hate Ayton. Like, well, we know that. We know that. Um, but I don't think that core was going to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they raised the 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 chances, the likelihood that they could win a championship, and they've done it for probably, you know, two more seasons, this season and next. You know, they've they've you know by a lot, and and I I truly believe that. However, you know, in to to speak to what you. What you just said, Sam, uh, there's something to continuity. There's something to uh, the the type of offense that they were running um, as soon as Chris Paul got there. This sort of, you know, Drill ball movement. But, but there's ball movement. There's different guys touching the ball. Um, it's more egalitarian than, say, what Brooklyn was doing. Uh, I, I don't know that they're going to be able to run that in the exact same way and then incorporate what KD does in the way that, quite frankly, Golden State did. Golden State had two offenses. They had the beautiful game offense, the Steve Kerr offense that Andy hates so much, and they had the conventional NBA, spread, pick, and roll, isolate for KD, conventional NBA, especially in the playoff offenses, right? I think of another team that had two offenses – and that's um, the 2019 Toronto Raptors. They had right. their sort of spread continuity-based offense. And then, um, like that Kawhi, Kyle and then Kawhi kill people offense, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder Phoenix if Phoenix is going to have the ability to run their beautiful stuff now without Cam Johnson, without um, Mikael Bridges, Bridges, without some of these other wings in the fold, and it's just Chris Paul and Devin Booker. It's not that you can't slot KD into that offense and make it way better. It's that, does KD want to be that kind of player? He, he seems to want to be season. that guy. He, won, you know? he did for one season with the Warriors, and they were the best team I've ever seen with my own eyes. So that, that worked out, but you know, right after that, he said, you know what, I'm good. And my whole thing is, um, it's not that they can't make it work. It's that they got, what, six weeks? So playoff yeah. start. Um, and not like back. who's there? Yeah. Yeah. Katie's apparently back Friday, but you know, mm. let's assume let's assume that's true. That's still 20-ish games. And then like depth, what do they have? Like Damian Lee is their best role player. You know, it's it's like one of those things where you're just like, you know, I love the idea of Katie and Booker and what they got, but like they need like a full off season to figure out pieces around it. That's what it is. Otherwise they feel really susceptible to a team like the Warriors. If the Warriors are healthy and lock in to like exploit the fact that like the fourth and fifth guy on the floor are guys who should not be playing in the playoffs half the time. So I'll I'll say this. Mm -hmm. I think a Warriors sun series is 
the single NBA Finals series I need to see. I don't know since when. I like I can't even remember the last time I needed to see an NBA playoff matchup. Excuse me. Um, as much as I I absolutely need this to happen. Twenty sixteen. Cavs Warriors is like that. You is- know, you know what's so funny, Andy? Going into it, I didn't feel that way because I thought the Warriors were gonna wipe the floor with them. Yeah. Well, I didn't look at it as like this yeah. compelling thing. I was like, they're gonna get smoked yeah. by the best team yeah, that's fair. that the NBA's ever seen, right? And so going into it, now it turned into you know basketball fucking nirvana. I mean, obviously it sucks to for Golden State fans to watch your team lose that way, but I understand that. Um, however, I don't know how you guys would feel about that series. If the Warriors are reasonably healthy, I have no doubt that they will beat the Suns. Ow. Just, just, Ow. just on a continuity. What if, the war- what if the Warriors end up like, let's say Steph's thing is more like eight, nine games and GP two doesn't come back until the end of the regular season. And they are. A quote unquote, they're a playing team. Let's let's call it straight. Like they're sure. they're you know they they get the tougher road. Does that kind of because like that's the no, thing that I feel like Andy and I <laughs> haven't. It um, I, I personally am not sure where I land on it. You know, or I, like, it doesn't. If if the guys can play, re uh, like a, a reasonable amount of what we should be able to expect from fully healthy versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they beat the Suns. And it's because even GP2 at this point, he's gone through the fires against real teams, tough series. That Boston team was more talented than them last year. More talent on that team. Well coached. They beat them on toughness, moxie, know-how, grit. And and, And I know this stuff is like platitudes and that kind of thing, but... To me, those things happen throughout the course of experiencing adverse situations together as a collective. I think that is what pushes them over the top of, like, can we just talk about KD's lack of success? <laughs> well, there you go. Well, well there look, you go. man, you're, Here we and go. Whenever, whenever Andy or I talk about it, people say we're biased, like, it's like, not like a bias. Facts, like the facts aren't real, you know? It's but. it's not a bias. Um, we can talk about the series that KD blew against the Warriors, right? Like, by the way, a series that would be talked about more if um what happened in the fi- the round right after with Cleveland didn't. But like they were ki- bro, they were blowing the doors off of the Warriors they for were four team. games. They were a better team. They were like I had never seen anybody just out athleticism, physical. They were just it made me more uncomfortable than Cleveland. I to this day, I'll always feel like Cleveland was like a series of like bullshit happenings. Whereas like OKC, I was watching by the way, Andy, our guy Jake, Jacob Greenberg. Mm-hmm. I was watching mm-hmm. with him. I've never been like, it's fucking over. They're gonna get their ass kicked. Like that game four, I, I've never right. been like, you know, it's to your point, it was it it, it was a domination. I, I just remember, like there would be like four or five possessions in a row where they just beat Golden State down the floor, like they were just faster than them to the cup. I'm like, yo, they're just bigger, faster, stronger, better than you, right? 
end up losing that series. And you guys can go back and look, dig into the numbers, how KD performed the final three games of that series. Now, listen, Russell Westbrook, I contend, his career as a relevant NBA player ended in that series. Not relevant, but like somebody who people was like, oh, this guy's one of the two best players on the team. You can win a championship. To me, the concept of Russell Westbrook as that type of guy ceased to exist in 2016, for me anyway. The Warriors pantsed him. Took everyone else three years. Yeah, 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 yeah it six, did. Six. six <laughs> took everyone else six. Well, apparently took, Paul took, George yeah. still not over it. Seven, yeah, so. um, but KD wasn't amazing. He just wasn't. Um, he he just wasn't. He was good. He was, you know, he was a gr- he was he was good to between good and great. I mean, right? Even, He's better than just good, but he wasn't great. Even last year, like. Come on, man. Talk about you it. Saw, you saw him against Talk Boston. You Talk saw him against it. Boston, and he was frustrated. He turned into a volume shooter. Yep. And then and then you saw Steph against Boston. There's That's layers it. to his game. He can get he can he can yes. find different ways to attack yes. you if his pet move isn't there. It's like, oh, I can't cook you in the at the elbow. Well, this is unfair. Must be everyone else's fault for not spacing well enough, you know? Like also. If, also, what people got to understand, too, that, that that gets underrated about KD's game because it's one of his strengths. It's like at a certain point, you don't need to take that many mid-range contested long twos, my boy. I understand <laughs> you're one of the best ever at doing it, but go look at the percentage of KD's shots against Boston that were contested long twos in 2022. Okay? Like... Or was it? Yeah, it was 2022. Yeah. No, we just turned this year. I was like, am I saying it right here? And so Katie's style of play needs to improve in the playoffs. And that means somebody needs to convince him that how he his instincts are not are are not optimal. Right. Who's going to tell him that in Phoenix? Who's going to coach that into him? Oh, you know, right? gonna, you know who's going to tell him that, and you know exactly how he's going to react to it. Right. It's going to be Chris Paul. Gonna, and, and that's the thing about Chris Paul. Um, you guys have – Right you message, know, when, wrong messenger. You, it's not <laughs> even wrong messenger. It's um, being right isn't enough, right? Like mm-hmm. if you have a woman, a significant other, whatever, like sometimes you're right. And you know you're right, but like it doesn't matter sometimes. I think Chris Paul needs to learn that. Like, we get it, Chris. Like, you talk, you know, basketball, and you might be saying the right basketball thing, but like not being an actual dick uh about it, <laughs> it, it matters, and, uh, and that's how you gotta treat that. And so, yeah, I think they're gonna be a very ISO-driven team in the postseason. And I think defensively. They're going to come into some issues. They're going to come into some issues. I'm skeptical of what they're doing. I was skeptical of Brooklyn when it happened. Yeah, you won okay? that one. Yeah, yeah. I was, history, has, history has proven you correct. I'm just that. like, listen, KD, he's a great player. I'm not saying that. But, like, he... he <sighs> can, I ask you, can I ask you a question? He's not Is Steph. He's not LeBron, man. He's not that type mm-hmm. of postseason player. He's not a lift all boats type of dude the way peak LeBron and peak Steph is like these guys elevate what's around them to it. Like he, like they, they transform people's games, like allowing Wiggins to like, could you imagine Wiggins producing in the way that he did under any other context? 
No, I mean, you and I both know if, if Wiggins played next to KD, he'd just oh my be, God. He'd be the whipping boy because he couldn't, oh he couldn't do it one-on-one like him and Kyrie. Yeah, um, no. And, and then I don't know if he could play next to LeBron either because I don't think Wiggins is the type of guy who can um, thrive if he's not touching the ball on a consistent mm. basis. So, yeah, I mean, it's like Steph's, Steph's significantly rehabbed his career, basically. I'm the, I, I, just, I just think KD, as great as he is, He's just never shown himself to be lift everything superstar type of thing. Just look at what Jokic did against y'all last year in the playoffs. That team was garbage. Monty Morris, Compazzo, the Pizziolo was getting major tick in that series, bro. And I know for a fact y'all was watching some of those games. Like, what the fuck? Why are these guys still in this? Oh, he's the best player that he's the best player the one against. So he, he, here's. Denver's underrated right now. Underrated. They, they, I think they would beat Phoenix in a series. You're talking about the Warriors being I, that Denver. That Denver wins in a series. Uh, the thing about KD is the theoretical about KD is always better than the than the real uh, about KD. And that's not to say that he's not good real life, right? He is. He is. And I think the problem has always been Steph six two man, it's KD seven one, and people just can't. Can't, it's like a girl on hinge, you know what I'm saying? Like you're talking to a dude that's five nine or a dude that's six three. You just can't. You can't get over yeah. it. No matter how funny he is, you just can't get over it. You know what I'm saying? And the five nine guy is always. No matter how cute his dog is, like oh, he just will man. not get over it. Bro, you just you just turn you just turn Steph into the five six guy who wrote five nine in his profile. It's so bad. <laughs> Shouts on my short kings, man. We here for you. We see you. But no, I, I, I really do. And again, I, I always had an immense respect for you know Stefan what he does. Um, you know, it's, it, the the intangible stuff off the court, just like the the kind of guy that he is as a leader. Um, just you know, just blown me away and all of that stuff. But last year. That postseason where there were moments when Steph, when he had to do the put the team on my back, isolation, you, you want to switch everything, you want to force us out of our beautiful game continuity, Grant Williams, you're a very good defender. You're a really good, at you're a very good switch defender. You're going to switch on to me. I'm going to kick your fucking ass right now. You know? Jason Tatum, you are an excellent defender. You're going to switch out on me. I'm going to kick your ass. Jalen Brown, like, he did that in moments. And then when they were forced to change their defenses up, he beat that too. He, he would get off the ball when he had to. I'm just like, this guy is doing every single, like you said, Andy, the layers that it takes to win. That's why I just like, I know what these guys have inside of them. And so... Phoenix, who ain't never been through shit together. Damn near shit. Four or five yeah. guys from the rotation of last year's playoff team are gone. And they okay, got world that, champion Damian Lee, though. And that's, a, <laughs> and that's a playoff rotation, which is even a shorter rotation, right? So four guys are gone from that, and they're just going to make this work. And then again, you know, you you made a, a, a and I know I'm rambling. Sorry, uh, Andy's shit is fucked up. So I'm just I'm just going no, you're off. Good. No, good. But you 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 just slightly touched on it, Sam. The personalities involved. Yeah. 
We underestimated, pro well, I didn't, but we underestimated collectively personality in Brooklyn, where it's just like, man, like, y'all think y'all going to be able to make both of these cats happy? <laughs> so I take it you're out on Dallas, too. Like, because I want to run through the other teams in the West, because that's, we can, we can get all paranoid about the Warriors injury situations and the fact they might be the eighth seed and all that sort of stuff, but like, Let's run through the other teams in the West here. So you're not buying Dallas either. Not as a championship threat. I think they've made themselves, I think they've made them put themselves in a in a position where they have a chance now to be way better than they otherwise would have been on the Luca and the Pips sure. track that they were on. I don't believe that's a winning formula, Luca in the pips, because you know dorks will be like, "Well, analytically, Luca Doncic, even without Kyrie, yeah, looks yeah, engineering yeah. one of the best offenses in the league." And I'm like, "That's the regular season. You can't ask him to coordinate and shoulder the burden of that kind of off that kind of offensive burden, where you are running every single pick and roll, and when you're not, you're isolating and taking dudes off the dribble." Right. Like, yeah. man, what, like, you, do people not? And, and then, guess what? You know the only reason that they beat Phoenix is because he got embarrassed and Chris Paul and Devin Booker laughed at him at the end of that game for what he was doing on defense, and he stepped his defense up. So now I'm running, I'm initiating every every single pick and roll, and when I'm not doing that, I'm trying to beat the best defenders in the world one-on-one. -on -one. And Luka, then I'm guarding Luka my Luka has my respect for that just because it's, it's a bad look for Phoenix. I'll give him that. So I think Kyrie taking the burn it off of him offensively that allows him to be more fresh throughout the course of a game where he doesn't have to do every single thing. Having Kyrie, theoretically, if he's there for the next three years, makes them better than a bunch of Dorian Finney-Smiths around Luka in the playoffs. I just don't yeah. think you can win a championship that Plus way. Plus 2.5 RPM. Uh, it's my the, guy. <laughs> The the <laughs> I love GFS. He, he's uh, but by the way, the thing about Dallas was funny too. We were just talking about it. A lot of people picked Dallas to beat the Warriors in West Finals. Like, wasn't it? Wasn't and by the time it Look, ended, it was obvious that the Warriors were. Better. My apologies. My apologies. I was one of those people. I literally I because the record. Yeah, I was one of those that. people because they guarded the shit out of Phoenix. I was like, shit, they could guard. They're, they're guarding, apparently. They guard, and Phoenix's offense, everybody had respect for their offense. I was like, oh shit, these guys could guard. And then, you know, Golden State was, son, Golden State did not look amazing against Memphis. They didn't look amazing against Denver either. Yeah. They looked amazing yeah. against the Dallas Mavericks. I'll tell yeah. you that much. It, it was a matchup <laughs> thing. It was, you know why? Because that's a matchup they know. You're gonna play LeBron basketball. Go ahead. You're not LeBron. Oh, James, James Harden, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. James Harden basketball. You're gonna play James Harden. He is better than than Harden, though. Like he's a little. He is. He could be. He's better. he's better than he's better than Harden. He makes quicker decisions. Right. He has a post game. Like you're not beating them playing Bron ball. You're not yeah. LeBron and Jalen Brunson. You're not Kyrie. So you guys aren't beating us. So the Steve Kerr came in with the exact same game plan. They just rinsed and repeated from 2015, 16, 17, 18. It wasn't. Was it hard? I could have given you the game plan before the series started. Like it wasn't. I don't know. It was. I think Luke is overrated. I think the slurp fest is God. It just. It's got to stop.
The Jokic I, stuff, do you think I think is unfair. I don't know if he's overrated. What do you think is overrated about him, Andy? What does he? What do people give him credit if, for being? If I have to fucking hear that he is the LeBron of the Western Conference, okay, and okay, he's gonna right. like <laughs> shut the fuck up, stop. And you know, I don't, I don't care for LeBron, but you are. He's not the LeBron, LeBron of the. He's not the LeBron. He's not the LeBron of oh, the Western Andy, Conference. And he's officially and an old man. He's just like, no, he's no, not. No, although no, I will no, say no. this, he's not as good as the player of my. Youth. I will say this, man. <laughs> we never got to watch a 24 year old LeBron, 23 year old LeBron play around, play with spacing of any, like of any kind. You know, like he was playing no, with front court, courts of Andy Varejao and Ben Wallace and Shaq. Big Z. Yeah. Big Z space to 17 feet, right? <laughs> um, elbow, yeah. <laughs> like, just just try to imagine a 23-year-old LeBron where you had to guard all five of the shooters and he's doing high pick and roll. Like, that would shit would just 100%. be... And completely I think it probably did him a favor because, like, I could see a world in which he gets that and, like, it doesn't... He doesn't develop out the rest of his game as quickly mm, as he Fair. Mm. But, but the point stands. It's like, yeah... Put twenty three year old LeBron in like the James Harden setup, and it's like forty eight and eight or something. It's, it's like insane. That. And LeBron is an elite defender. He is an all time defender. Luca yeah. is a joke. They, the yeah. Warriors picked on him. Same with Harden. The Warriors yeah. picked on him. So that's the, that's know. the thing about LeBron and the um. Why am I slurping LeBron? Man? The, the, yeah, but this is the thing, though. I think you're making a good point in the sense that like LeBron, his annoying, you know, not bad for a guy that's not a score. It's like okay. People aren't calling you a score, but like nobody with any sense would say that you aren't one of the three, four best offensive players, period. Like what you deliver for NBA offenses, even if it's not cute fadeaways like Kobe, like nobody could fuck with you. So like as great as Luca has been as an offensive player, LeBron was that. And like Andy said, an all time defender. Like it's, it's it, you can't, this is, this is silly. Small ball five in Miami. All right, can, can, I, can I do one more thing on KJ's last thing? If, if LeBron is top two and Kevin Durant is top 12, like everyone says, then Steph Curry's top five. Just like, what do we do? Like, come on, man. If you think Steph K- is in the top five in the history of the game? If KD is 12. If he's Who in the top Who puts KD at 12? Who's putting him? 12 sounds crazy. What, li- what list is this? This is We're, this is uh this is my list that I'm fighting. I, I am <laughs> up a list so I can argue. No, but like Zach Lowe has said it. Like people it's on top national 12, TV have said it. Like Simmons there was a point. It. There was a point where I used to toy with the idea that KD was better than Kobe, in the sense that like all the shit that people like gave Kobe credit for being as a player, especially on offense, KD is that, but way more efficient. Like literally. The mid-range, the isolation. Nah, you went through the, you went the, through the, you went the, the pandemic. You're like, I, I came out a harder man. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I, I just can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I was like, yo, I used to want to drop the. He's better than Kobe. Yeah, I can't do we've it. We've been all the Kobe. I just. What do you I, think look, Kobe would have done to Kyrie? My what argument. Do you think you would have done to Kyrie? What do you think would have done? Oh, he, oh yeah, he would have slit his throat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he would have killed that dude. Yeah, that like literally, <laughs> we on, they're fighting. Oh no, they're they're they're. F- he would either got him, but at the same got him time, in line though, or ended that three years. But at the same enough, time, though, Kyrie would have listened to Kobe. Yeah, that's yeah, great point. He would have listened to him. Like nobody want to listen to Kobe. <laughs> um, but Here's yeah, no, argument. the Dallas Mavericks are not a just to tie that up. They're not a championship team. I think they're set up to be that. 
but it's like by a thread, right? Like Kyrie has to commit to being an NBA hooper for the next three years or so. And if if that happens, I think they could build a team that could beat people yeah, if they happening. do it smartly. And right, exactly. I'll make the case for Steph top five real quick. And then I got one other team to talk to you about. Okay. I have a hard time putting any big man in NBA history above Steph Curry. My, my single biggest case for this is if you're building a team, are you building it around Kareem or Steph Curry? Because we know when you build it around Steph, it literally makes big men less so, valuable. So, and, Okay. The argument is, what about, about the rules of the past? I don't give a fuck about the rules. Are of the you past. talking about the top five peaks? Like I'm talking the, all the time, the, man. I'm talking like about t- talking about. Are you talking about career? Yes. I don't know, man. How <sighs> many? How many players have had? Forget Kareem because he's in the top five. How many players have had a better career than Steph Curry? It's literally like Jordan, LeBron, yeah, James, Michael, Magic, maybe Kareem. Kareem, I have a hard Russell. Time with, I have a hard time with Kareem and Magic because that you feel like they, the their same, accomplishments cancel each other out uh, to a degree. Yeah. So mm, like Steph my, and KD. My, <laughs> no, they don't because because Steph won nah, before and Steph after. won before what? and after. I, I know. I'm just going bait. I'm just KD's going bait. an absolute dick. Um, bait, without yeah. Steph Curry. So so my, so my whole my whole argument is if this guy literally. We know if you build a team around him, it is better than if you build a team around a big man. It's better. It's like the Warriors' peaks are better than any of Tim Duncan's peaks, any of Kareem's peaks, so any of those guys' peaks. So, so that's that's what that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. You you might be right in the sense that the the foremost dominant the players, George Mikan, <laughs> the foremost dominant players uh, I've seen mm-hmm. is Mike, Braun, Shaq, and Steph. Correct, in my opinion. So, yeah, I guess Steph is probably in the top five. Like, realistically, like, he's definitely a more dominant player than Magic. Yeah. And, but this Kareem, man, I just don't know. Like, the, it, it, the, like doing that shit for 20 years and even in the later stages of his career when Magic took over as the best guy, he was still so central to what they did. Sure. You know, and, you know, he was a pretty good defender. Not great, but he was pretty good at defense. All, all-time player. No no disrespect, but, like, I, I hate this idea that, like... Only big man that, that really is, is on Steph's level is Shaq. And, yeah. and that's another thing. We're, like, Shaq, we're, the, we're the same age, so, like, we all watch, like, for, like, about five years there. It's just like, just, bro, this just, isn't fun. Go away. Just, un, <laughs> just like, liter- like, literally, like, like nothing. You Like, yeah. double teams, yeah. triple teams. Like, you just couldn't, you couldn't stop him, right? Like, it, it, he got, he had to get fat because he was taking such a pounding, by the way. That's why he gained all that weight. If you look at Shaq in 1994, yeah. Yeah. bruh. Come on. Like, if he would have just been like, you know what? This is the body that I got to maintain in a in a league that is stretchier, in a league where I have to do more perimeter, defensive sort of stuff. Bruh. Just, just, there's no one-on-one. Literally, there was no one-on-one capable of doing I hate watching the Lakers. Because I hate watching the It's just like, this is not going to end well for anybody. So... Yeah, man, you guys have convinced me. Steph is Steph is in the four best, the four oh, best dominant, most I, dominant. And and the thing is, I didn't even. I just facetiously said top five because people talk about KD. Like all I know is all I know is this: if 
If yeah, KD never went to Golden State, is he just a glorified Carmelo Anthony, Tracy McGrady? <laughs> like, come on, like, hey, maybe too far. We're no, minutes, maybe, maybe I'll too say far, this. I'm the saying, reason why, I, I wonder, right? I wonder because I think Sam Presti, as much as y'all know my bias, like if if white NBA media is a is has <laughs> built a consensus around somebody, I'm going to be highly skeptical of it and be suspicious of it and at times you know unjustifiably be resentful of it uh sam presti falls underneath that category but i think he's legitimately one of the best people at his job top five if you will at his job especially when you consider the constraints but i think unlike carmelo he would have been with Sam Presti and Sam Presti would have continued to make that roster viable and elite. But I wonder if they would have spent, right? I wonder if those cheap ass people in Oklahoma would have spent. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good, that's a, that's a great counterfactual. I don't know. But you know, the Warriors don't have four if it wasn't for him. So I don't like that hypothetical either. You know what I mean? I don't like that hypothetical. He's a good player. He's a good player. Doesn't answer my DMs anymore, but he's a good player. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I got one, I got one last thing before we get out of here. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't hit on the Clippers. I don't know what to make of them. Oh, not, not like I, I mean this, I mean this earnestly. Um, they've looked like the best team in the NBA the last month. And during this whole Kawhi era, it does feel like at least once every year you're like, mm-hmm. they're figuring it out. And then mm-hmm. they go and like add Eric Gordon, Mason Plumley, and Russell Westbrook for no reason. Like they, what they Bones have, Island, Bones Island, Bones. I, I forget He's our guy terrible. Bones. He's terrible. I, I kind of like him, but anyway, I like, I like Bones. Yeah. That's a different story. But like my point is, it's just like I think it speaks to maybe the Warriors' best advantage. It's like 
not making moves for the fucking sake of it. You know, like yeah. it's like I, I thought the Clippers were actually onto something. I'm like, oh shit, this might be the year. And that now it's like, you know what we gotta do? We gotta integrate five pieces right now for no reason. For to a team that's never been integrated. It, yes. Right? Like they're not adding a piece, two pieces to a core that's been around. It's this is not Milwaukee. This is not Boston, right? Look at what Boston did in the offseason. They brought some guys that have become integral to what they do. Malcolm Brogdon comes in there. Or even Derek White last year. Like, just they just come in there, and guess what? They fit around the core of what the team was already doing. Milwaukee has a core. Jay Crowder is going to fit seamlessly into what they're doing. The Clippers don't have a core identity. They don't have a core concept. They don't have any of that stuff. They don't have throw, it's a lot of just throw it against the wall. See and it's happens. just like, yo, let's completely rebuild this thing on the fly because it's been on the fly since 2019 summer. Uh, they, they the Clippers are to the point where if the Suns get further than them or if the Suns beat them, you just you gotta look at yourself and go, you went all in and cav nothing to show for it. I don't mind the Plumley and Bones and, and, and Gordon move, but you just made the one move. You make the one move that could tank your season. You make the one move. Which, I mean, which, which is the, my, who's the move? Do you I'm think just, is tanking this season, guys? Russell Westbrook. You I'm just watching it. Like you know, Kawhi's open on the wing, but Russ, oh. Russ, Russ is open too. It's time. This is why you never let players GM. Half the time, GMs shouldn't even GM. It's not like they're geniuses. But I think like, Russ Paul, Paul George being like, "Yeah, I want Russ back here." I'm like, "What's wrong with you, man?" Dude, I, I, you I will, doing? I will, I will damn Russ with the faintest praise in the sense that I think he's he's still a legitimate NBA player. Of course, it's not far, as if he can't high. play NBA. Like he's an NBA caliber player. It's the things that you guys just mentioned where it's just like, is he really going to take a pull up three? For no reason, is he gonna, you know, drive recklessly into three guys and take into the charge? Is he going to change the way he plays within a month when you get into those high leverage situations yeah, where will. it's like no. yeah, he every he possession now. has to matter now? Like yeah, he, he'll do it now. Yeah, yeah, he, he's hadn't done it for fifteen years, but he'll do look, it now. I'm just a non-believer it's, it's in in Kawhi Leonard's ability to put together four rounds oh, of yeah. great basketball. That's true. Uh, even look, man, in 2019, he was moving weird by the time that thing ended. He willed himself to the end of that. Like, do you think he do you think he gets the same kind of kid glove treatment that KD gets where you're not allowed to cr- critique him because he's a champion and he's shown up in these moments? But like, honestly, Toronto was a very well-built team without oh, them and so team, and like bro. don't don't get into san antonio you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and outside of that when he's been the alpha it's not gone as well as one would think i think it's very similar he just he just doesn't do the self-inflicted uh woe is me I, and I, mean, like, I, think, I think people feel like his, his uh, a lot of his shortcomings can be attributed to injuries. True, true. You know, um, and and I think that's legitimate, right? I think physically his body has kind of failed him in a lot of key moments, and I can easier. understand. Yeah. yeah, it's easier to justify the KD thing. Is it's just the funniest thing because 
he's the most sensitive guy and he has gotten the like least resistance. Like people were, and, and we can say this now justifiably upset about him going to golden state. Cause they did make basketball less fun for everybody who wasn't Golden State fans. Like this is this is a legitimate truth. Like people were mad we're, at we're and, done. No. and and here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about KD's life and his career because it's so like LeBron. Everything is viewed through the mirror and the lens of LeBron, right? Because he's done so many things to try to mirror LeBron. It's like people were so mad at LeBron for the exact same thing that they thought was going to happen, only it didn't. Right? Like, the Heat teams were not a juggernaut. Every single thing they got, they had to scratch and claw and barely got it done and delivered drama. It's just people were mad for the same reason twice. It's just they happened to be wrong about what the Heat would do and completely and utterly right nailed it about Golden State. Like, it's true. The, The games were not fun. They were not competitive. They were way better than everybody else. I don't know. I had, I had fun. Uh, <laughs> I will not. I will not acknowledge that. I'm just. I tuned you out. Don't even know what you talked about. Count one, two, three, four. Steph just needs two more. Um, hey, look. Hey, look. Look. Listen. I know. I know. We're getting ready here to to hit the hit the yeah, hit the no, wall. But um. Going. But look, man. If it isn't the Warriors this season, I, I have a quick rant. Just. The Denver Nuggets, and I think Nikola Jokic deserve more from the players. They deserve more from just, I think, everyone. It's just him getting picked last was stupid. It was petty. The All-Star game was terrible. The players don't give a shit. They look like they're just they, – I think they're – That was embarrassing. They, they're like – you have rich friends. We all have super rich friends. You know how they like sometimes say something where they're like in a bubble and you're just like, yeah, yeah. you're removed. Like you're removed yeah. from real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Those NBA players are removed. Right from real life they don't understand fans they don't care the owners definitely they've always been removed right and so i just think i, I would like to see the denver nuggets win the championship i would like to see the all-star weekend be a lot more fun that's what i've got i know you were there so yeah i know i was there i left at halftime i said <laughs> I, I said i'm done eating chicken fingers and because by the way you know, this is this is just a media rant, but there was no catering for the media at mm. All Star at All Star and the Delta Center. Mm. No catering. They gave you a voucher and was like, "Yeah, have fun with what our concessions are: hot dogs, chicken fingers, um, terrible pizza." Uh, and so I was like, "You know what? Why don't I go back to my room, order some real food, got some drunken noodles, by the way, with Ooh. shrimp." Level four spice. Yeah, don't order, don't order the pizza Ooh. in Salt Lake, as we all know. <laughs> yeah, was was lit. Was surprisingly super lit. Wow. Be in my bed, watch the game from my bed, and as I'm watching <laughs> this, I'm like, yo, this is when I knew something had gone awry, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Luka Doncic blowing by people. That's not a thing. Luka Doncic <laughs> doesn't beat blow by people on the off the dribble for layups wide open. Like he's not John ja Morant. He's not D Rose MVP year. He's Luka fucking Doncic. And he's taking two dribbles straight to the rim for a weak ass layup. Okay. And I'm like, this is, this is the product y'all want to deliver. Yeah. And I want to shout out to my man, Amin, because he said this on Levitar today. He's like, yo, guess what? All this dumb shit, Shay talking about people got to get paid. All that dumb shit. At, like the optics are just horrible for mm-hmm. that, for a guy mm-hmm. who's making 40 million a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the op- wearing a fur coat yeah. <laughs> and you're black on top of that. Oh my God. <laughs> Terrible optics. But 
But here's the thing, the enemy made a beautiful point about getting paid and this and this and that. Y'all who, whenever y'all subject us to them bum-ass off-season uh, uh, scrimmages, bum-ass scrimmages at UCLA, bunch of bum-ass people that ain't even going to be in the NBA, these dudes going hard, breaking a sweat, okay? They, like, they, they're treating it like, yo, I hoop. I'm, I'm here to hoop. I'm competitive. I'm going hard could easily do that at the All-Star game. There's nothing stopping them from playing real basketball. And, you know, uh, to, to, to the point of don't want to get hurt, this is an, an exhibition, shorten the game. Make the game 30 minutes. We don't need a full 48 minutes of NBA All-Star basketball. Shorten the game, but, like, play ball, bro. Play ball. That was a just that was embarrassing. I'm sorry. The pickup, the pickup thing is literally the best counter to it because because i get the idea it's like no one's gonna hurt an all-star game but it's like you don't play pickup like that like there there's a everyone knows you you can play without like taking a charge like we will all understand like you didn't make the extra rotation because you got beat off the dribble but like you've seen the rico highs runs yeah you watch youtube Bro, it's it's an it's just an absurdity. I, I I don't understand why they think that's acceptable. And you know, and part of it, to be honest, man, most of these guys have never experienced any tension with ownership. Yes, they've never yes. experienced labor strife. Mm. They don't know what that shit is like. They never had their money threatened because remember after the the lockout from. Mm. 2011 they signed that deal they didn't even bother with a negotiation they was just like yo um we're fine let's just run this back so the last time there was a real knock them out drag them out negotiation over the collective bargaining agreement was 2012 2011 okay and so a lot of these guys don't know what labor strife is a lot of these guys don't know the idea that maybe because <laughs> Like, these dudes can't even fathom this. Like, KG signed his deal to get six years, $126 million, which is $21 million a year. They locked the players out. Right after that, the max contract for a dude of KG's age when he signed it would have been for 13 to 12. Yeah. Do people not – like, do you not understand that? We went from – the CBA they signed into that TV deal in 2011. Initial, I mean, it's not even that far back. LeBron's initial deal with the Heat was 14 or 15 a year, and that's for Four, yeah, 14 points, two, two-time MVP, and clearly yes. the best player in the league, making like a shade above what's going to be the mid-level. Exception. Well, but but Andy, listen, they they signed that deal in 2011. They got a new TV deal, and so the BRI went up so crazily. Yeah. So these guys blinked, and the, the 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 money that they played for just went up exponentially. So I think these – I don't know the extent to which these guys appreciate that. That money doesn't have to be there. It doesn't have to be there for you in the way that it is right now. That's not guaranteed, right? And so right. That, that money was earned – off of a league that got built by people that came before you doing this work that you guys think is a joke, okay? And, dude, like, I don't think they understand. Like, this money didn't just appear. Players had to do shit, had to sacrifice, right, to build a product, to build equity, 
with people. No, it, it's exactly that. It's. I mean, we all sound like our parents now. I was just so, gonna say, Raw sounds no like a, an no immigrant parent that. that's telling. I have you, no like, problem I with that. Came to this country, and this. Is I have no I problem did. with that. I, I just, I just think these guys need to understand that this money is not guaranteed to exist for you. Well, the guys that already signed their deals, yes, it's true. But like, do you really want to be the group of people that tank the league? That it's tank like, the I, got, value I got my money. League? Everyone else is back making fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's not unfathomable that we could go back to an NBA where these TV contracts ain't what they wanted was supposed to be because these these fucking kids all they want to do is TikTok with each other and and freaking watch. People do dumb shit on YouTube you all day. Holy don't shit. don't want these kids are scared of playing sports, Andy. They scared. They don't want the comp. These kids are scared. They they don't they don't want competition. It's facts. It's facts. They they don't want to look a man in his eye and tell him I'm I'm gonna beat you today on the hardwood. Lace them up. They they don't want to do that. They only the only people that still want to do it is people playing football down south. Yeah. But no, what I'm saying is. The, this money doesn't always have to be going up and it doesn't have to be as high as it is. They might wake up one day with these contracts. Bally Sports just went bankrupt. Huh? You know how many local broadcast deals these guys owned? 18. Okay. Yeah, just put it in perspective quick. <laughs> they just went bankrupt. That's a no, major chunk of the BRI. Okay. Obviously, it's not the same as national media. What I'm saying is there might be a day where the NBA isn't a league that's making, call it, $10 billion a year anymore. They might one day go back to making four. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of it is going to be because of shit like on Sunday. Because they stopped making new fans. They yep. started turning off the people that are fans. Yep. And this shit just became way less popular. That's so, that's it's my favorite sport. And I can't believe we have to end the show this way. Well, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, 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 I'm mad now. Saying. You got me. I'm mad. hyped for the playoffs, though. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I so want to see what the Suns do. I think the Warriors are going to surprise people, including you two guys who think they're dead. Um, I, I think I'm just I'm just saying I think they're going to be the seven or eight seed. And and, and by the way, MT got on this show last season at the end and got mad at me because I thought they'd lose. And he, <laughs> he, called, me, he called me a dumbass. Like he called me a dumbass. On, 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 and he was right. You know whatever. I, I'm happy to happy to be wrong again. You know. What I mean? And so I, I, I'm I'm excited for the Western Conference playoffs. I think the East is going to be fun because I think Philly's going to implode. Uh, I think uh, ultimately Boston and Milwaukee is going to be a great series again. Uh, and so yeah, I'm I'm excited about the playoffs. It's just some of the shit that these dudes do. Just I'm sorry, man. As a 36 year old washed up, you know, person, uh, I, I I look at it. I'm just like you, you, you kids just don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, we got Al in the chat saying shout out to Ethan. We'll leave it. <laughs> shout out to Ethan for sure. That's our guy. It's my brother. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Ethan. I want to know what he's doing. Um, all right, Waz. We'll I appreciate you. We'll see you in uh, we appreciate in I love you out. guys, man. Always love hanging out with you guys. Always fun, man. Talking Warriors, talking NBA hoop with y'all. Um, obviously, I'm going to have y'all back on my shit before the season's out. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah anytime. All right, fellas.